Hello bathers and welcome to Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom. I'm Chris Delamere. I'm Sam Bradley. And each episode of this podcast, we bring in different audio dispatches on a theme. I don't know what Sam has brought, he doesn't know what I've brought, and we share them with each other. It's a podcast about ideas. These ideas, these audio dispatches can be anything. A song, an interview, a borderline unlistenable sound art piece. All manner of shit is welcomed in the bathroom. So today's theme is... Half and half. Half and half. So here we are, half and half, between our houses. (laughs) Where are we, Sam? We are in a place, I think it's called Rubery. Or rubbery. Or yeah, rubberoy. Yeah. Rubbery. This is in uh, sort of southwest of Birmingham yeah, yeah. in Worcestershire. And we've carried out an art project <laughs> called Meet in the Middle, where Chris and I have met exactly at the geographical exact halfway point between the two of our houses, mm. which happens to be quite a nice patch of grass. I was worried that it would be someone's actual house. And yeah. we would just be sat on there, sat in their living room or something, knocking on the door saying, can we record a podcast in here? I think I would have liked that. That would have <laughs> yeah. been pretty cool. So where, where we have ended up is a piece of common land yeah. um, by a mental health clinic behind a cinema Yeah. next to a new build estate. Um, it's just the, it's the it's the landscape of the nightmare of the 21st century. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But that's, that's where we exist in, in the podcast world. It's funny that that's <laughs> the exact halfway between both of our homes and our psyches. <laughs> <laughs> and as we came here, we both recorded our entire journeys. So I set off at about eight this morning. I think Chris did the Me same. Me too, yeah. And we met at exactly midday. Uh, today is the 3rd of June, almost halfway through the year. It's halfway through our season as well. It is halfway through our 2017 episodes. This is episode six. So at the end of this episode, we'll be exactly halfway through the year. And to celebrate that, we are releasing all of our dispatches from our previous episodes. So you can check them out. Yeah. Uh, But today, uh, we're half and half in it. What have you got in store for us with this theme? Well, because we've made these recordings as we came here. I wonder if anybody's listened to those recordings before listening to this. I would hope so. Um, on the extended mix of the, the episode. Ex- <laughs> Possibly. Hey, if you're listening to the episode, just the episode right now, stop. Just stop listening. <laughs> no. And, and listen, to the, listen to the long version, which has a, a four-hour preamble, which <laughs> two, involves... Two four-hour <laughs> parallel preambles. For people who have chosen to listen to my journey here, they will have heard me say I was going to complete my first dispatch on the way and then kind of do my first dispatch on the way. And what I'm actually going to do is take some snippets from that and that's going to be my dispatch if you makes any sense chris in short i've got a poem for you <laughs> oh, so you've got you've got one dispatch i've got one dispatch that's but the a poem. one that exists in raw form yeah but you've you basically just recorded all I've that in the lead up it. to this yeah. okay so it's kind of a a recording of a poem and journey on my bike from bromsgrove and uh, for the ender as we all want to do is having a quiz or a challenge or something i have made a pourquoi, or an up is. Oh, pub quiz. Yeah. That's the first question. You got it right, Chris. <laughs> yeah, no, it wasn't that difficult. Uh, so, what have you got, Chris? So if you listened to my four hours of my journey, you'd have just heard a lot of sort of tapping and mouse clicking because uh, I was editing the dispatches that you're about to hear. So it was the making of and the thing itself inside the thing. <laughs> okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so you might have heard some old people... Uh, like I heard some old people talking whilst I was doing my editing and they were they were going on a bit of an anti-Corbyn rant so I just turned it up and like just left the mic t- sort of pointing towards them so you might have heard that 
Uh, you might have heard me uh, walking from uh, Longbridge to Rubery trying to come up with uh, theme tunes for every single shop that I went past. <laughs> uh, taking a photo of a nursery window and feeling a bit weird about it. Uh, lots of fun, lots of fun. Um, so what I was making um, on the train down was a, a short story of the science fictional persuasion, oh. uh, which I made in collaboration with someone. Ooh. Uh, and then I've got a little, uh, a little song that is a reflection of um, relationships, couples. Okay. Because uh, we are both half of each. Not this couple, not us, not me and you. Oh. But, you know, uh, loving, loving ones. <laughs> not that I don't love you. God, no, sorry, that really came out badly. Uh, <sighs> platonic tolerance, that's what we have. Uh, what I mean to say, <laughs> what I mean to say is, Sam, we describe our significant others as our other halves, don't we? Yes. That's where it's come in. <laughs> That's how it is. What's funny is, like, actually, if you have listened to me on the journey here, there's several things you've said of, like, reference things I've already talked about, so hey, I don't know. I mean, that's what you get in platonic tolerance, Sam. You have brains that are kind of a bit similar. Yeah, I guess so. You feed off each other. Yeah. Like parasites. <laughs> In more ways than one. Uh, okay, okay. All right, let's let's bring it back. It was so fraternal when we arrived. Okay, so who? Where are we starting? What are we doing? Where are we going? I'm very interested to see what this science fiction collaboration is. Any guesses before before we before we get there? Any guesses on who it might have been that I collaborated? I'm gonna on guess Mario D'Agostino. Wait. Either, yeah, that's my first go on, guess. Go on, yeah. No, as a sci-fi aficionado. Yeah, so my, my pod partner from Songtime, yeah. Mario D'Agostino. Uh, any other guesses? Uh, Brad Francisco, also another science fiction. Perhaps, perhaps. Enthusiast. Um, we'll find out, won't we? Yeah. Do you want to listen to that first? Yeah, let's listen to let's that Let's do first. that one. So here is a science fiction story about two planets. I wrote half of this, and my collaborator wrote the other half. Here it is. The Collision. It is 10,000 million years in the past, but the aesthetic is that of a not-too-distant future. Amongst the swirling blackness of the universe, forms of life are coming into being. Two planets circle around each other, flirting with each other's gravity pull, playing interplanetary dodgeball. On the outer arm, of the Frenelesian galaxy. The two planets are inhabited by intelligent life. One of the planets is inhabited by a race called the Hephalopolusia, whose anatomy consists of a grey convex head stood atop two legs, whilst the other planet is occupied by a race called the Aesulopalepha, who gesticulate wildly with their many flailing arms that are fixed aside a pair of weight-bearing genitals. They could not have been more different, and yet their destinies were intertwined. The dusk was falling orange. Not a nice sunny orange like a Solero or a J2O. No, this orange carried a gloomy Guantanamo jumpsuit, detention without trial kind of vibe. A colour that was the visual equivalent of drinking a fresh glass of orange juice, but after having brushed your teeth. 
From within this haze of mucky sunburst, Tramogulan Jaxi swung his head westwards to hear as much as he could. His shiny face was 28 inches in diameter, and he'd often been recruited in his youth by the mercenary Scrabculium traders to listen in on the trade deals from across the Quasar Desert. But now, having walked to a promontory high above that very same desert, and having found a lofty perch on a half-dead plant on a dusty and desolate outcrop, he tried to listen in on another planet. Only twice in every generation did his planet glance this close to its neighbour. But it was an occasion that was granted no ceremony. Most Hephalopolusians would not even turn to shrug. Their disinterest was such that they wouldn't even feel the need to register it. Hephalopolusians, with their tree-trunk legs and satellite hearing, were happy simply to stand for hours as lone telegraph poles and hold conversations with loved ones, who stood in a similar manner some miles away. Counter to what you might expect, their extraordinary hearing actually facilitated more isolation than integration. They were a stoic lot, stoic to the point of destruction. Needless to say, they could count their interplanetary friends on two legs or even no legs, because they had no friends. Tremogulon was the only one in his planet who cared, or at least that's what it felt like to him. He wanted friends. He felt certain there was more to life than this drab planet. Over the years, an unpinnable desire had grown in him, out of a mist of olfactory memories. False memories, future memories, dreams, he did not know, had sprung a yearning for the manifestation of a fleshiness he did not understand. As Tremogulon steadied himself on a not-quite-as-dead bit of branch and squinted, he heard that fleshiness. He heard a squelching, getting louder and louder. Jaluvian Taint reached over with one of his many arms to grab the tickle wand from out the side of a Scrabculium Genetrax support hole and proceeded to tickle his way through the crowd of onlookers. A tickle being the most offensive assault possible to commit upon another's person on this planet. Everyone moved swiftly out of the way, allowing Jaluvian to access the speaker stand on the main stage. Good, good grabe, good, good grew, howdy do. He shouted through the microphone at the bewildering, sweaty, hairy mass of audience members, who rocked nervously side to side on their rotund genitalia. I will be taking questions now, and hope to assuage all your fears and worries for the upcoming collision with the great planet in the sky. They all whined and shouted questions in high-pitched squeals that suggested they were not so comfortable with this predicament. Yes, you there, in the grey curly overalls. One particularly sweaty creature came forward. What the Hefala Hufala in Groob's name is going on? Whilst I realise that is a very well-worded question, I do take offence to your taking our great group's name in vain, Jaluvian began. I can answer it quite simply. We at the official council for the spread of Esulopalefa culture have decided to bring our culture to another planet, drastically. By my calculations, we should be colliding any second now. (laughs) 
Tremogilon Jaxi lost his footing as the neighbouring planet smushed pretty spectacularly into his own. I only wanted to listen, he thought as he fell, and before the true pang of regret could really register, Tremogilon's world went black. He awoke at the foot of a town hall steps, surrounded by a heaving mass of multi-limbed beings, frantically chirruping at him and at each other. Jaluvian Taint stepped through the throng with the aid of his tickle wand and regarded the sorrowful creature in front of him. Good grabe, my son. We have come to set you free. And so, the story of the universe made another small step that day. The two planets orbited as one. And passing Scrabculium traders, having ignored this part of the galaxy for years, were newly intrigued by this celestial pair of testicles. Really enjoyable. <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, I liked it. Did I liked you follow it? it? Yeah. <coughs> there was a lot of uh, Lewis Carroll nonsense in it. Sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so who do you think it was that collaborated on that with? I I mean, I thought... I couldn't really tell. It was either Brad Francisco or Mario, but I couldn't quite... It was Brad Francisco. Out. Yeah, I thought so. His voice was in there. Only briefly, though. Very, very briefly. So, yeah. But um, I think, yeah, it was really good. And we then, wanted to do, like... Um, uh, my original idea was two races on different planets have half of the anatomical features of a human and, and then oh, they, okay. and then they and then they merge together and um make what becomes human yeah so it's like the earth's origin story but then then it kind of changed to like oh there are these kind of social very talkative creatures and then there's also these like really weird stoic uh almost like telegraph pole creatures and they come together and they find a in between yeah that was the idea one of them's mushy and one of them's hard yeah yeah nice thank you let's go on to the next one let's do that all right so the next dispatch is my dispatch which unfortunately chris i don't have to play for you because i only recorded it on the way here on the way here tell us what it is because in podcast terms, this thing exists. Yeah. Uh, so In the next two minutes, someone's going to be listening to it as a real thing. Um, yeah, so basically <laughs> on the train, and I've had this idea for a while. Basically, I wanted to do a poem, like a beat poem. Because oh, yeah. I think some things, like half and half has a nice rhythm to it. Yeah. And, um, and I kept thinking of other, li- other lines like um, half a cow's a calf. That's a fun, that's a fun line. Yeah! Um, oh man, that was almost in my notes. Two halves make a whole. Ah, very interesting. Uh, half a bicycle's a unicycle. Half a unicycle gets you nowhere. Oh, that's just, good. Just little lines hey, like this. That's a good little. <laughs> that's a good collection of stuff. I can't wait to hear this dispatch. Uh, so basically, <laughs> as I cycled, I uh, spoke those lines aloud using various idioms. Okay, interesting, and, um, very interesting. I'm basically just going to arrange me breathlessly reading those out as I cycle All right, well, into some sort of poem. Let's collectively listen to that now. Half and half. 
half and half. Half a cow's a calf. You say half full, I say half empty. Bring the two halves together. What have we got? A pint. The two friends meeting in the middle, solving a riddle, living little by little. It's two halves of one hole. Each of us a hole. Two holes, two goals. Half naked and at half mass. Not half. Half an inch and half a meter. Half one and half beaten. See then, that's the half right. In half the time, at half time. Time for oranges and half a bottle of wine. Half an ear for you, half an eye for me. In the half white, where we can half see. Half a scissor, it's just an eye. Half glasses, a monocle. Half a bike, a unicycle. Half a unicycle, will get you nowhere fast. Halfway there to the halfway house. Halfway home with half the battle won. Half of one's a half. Half of two's a one. Half of four's a two. And two twos. That's for ballerinas. Two halves complete. Two hearts do meet. Two friends, they meet. They eat two scotch eggs at midday. Half this bread's for you. Half the bread's for me. Half the hummus too. Oh, eating deliciously. Halfway up the hill, the ending's in sight. The light at one end of the tunnel is the same as the one where I've come from. The bottom as close as the top. The work, half done. But now, I'm twice as tired. Half an hour gone. Half an hour to go. Half your trousers. Is it one leg or just a pair of shorts? An old lover half forgot. Once she took half your heart, but you grew it back. Only to give it away again. What do you think, Chris? Hey, I think it's going to be great. Is great. It's going <laughs> to. It's going to be great. Very interesting that you would bring up idioms. I thought this, like with this idea, I feel like Chris is going to do something similar. I uh, I am an idiom man. Yeah. I do like them. I love um, doing idiom mashing. You know, like um, the apple never falls as far as the crow flies. That's one of mine. <laughs> Play that as your own. That's one of mine. Uh, <laughs> you just take two new idioms, make a new one, put your name under it. Perfect. Apple never falls as far as the crow flies. It's just that's just true. Yeah. When you look at life, it becomes true. <laughs> Is that another one of yours? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you look at life, it becomes true. Yeah. Don't look at it. You don't. If you want to live in falsehood, don't look. We can make a little book of proverbs. The communal bathroom book. <laughs> Give me Why a bathroom, have we thought of doing book? that? We've literally never thought of that. That'd be great. <laughs> like an actual toilet book. A toilet book. Cool. Uh, so yeah, idioms. <laughs> I thought of my old mate, Jack Spratt. Cause he lost his hat, did he? No. Lost his cat? Who the fuck are you thinking of? Jack Spratt. What did he do? He couldn't eat any fat, Sam. Well, apparently I don't know anything about this. You don't know this nursery rhyme? <laughs> no. <clears throat> I thought he lost his hat. It was Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean. And so between them both, you see, they licked the platter clean. So I thought, ah, oh, that's 
Beautiful. That's Wait, his wife just ate fat? I mean, obviously... <laughs> look, don't read too much into it. That's gross. I mean, like, all of the sort of uh, grotesque Georgian illustrations that went along with this poem was of, like, a stick-thin, reedy man and a, a big, bubbly, bouncy, fat woman. <laughs> so, yeah, you're right. But what I'm saying is, like, your better half, other half... The, uh, the, other p the person that you spend your life with. They have aspects to their personality that complement yours. They have things that you don't have. You have things that they don't have. You have things that meet in the middle. It's yeah. Half and half. Yeah. They are a half, you're a half, you make a whole. That's the kind of things I wanted to explore. So I wrote a song off the back of Jack Sprat and Big Fat Mama Sprat stuck it to a tune I just explored like little things that can happen through some fictional relationships. Jack Spratt could eat no fat, his wife could eat no lean. And so between them both, you see, they licked the platter clean. She owned a car, her mark he liked to sup So when he passed out partying She could go pick him up Mike Sky wanted Thai, she wanted Chinese To make them both a piece for tea They ordered Vietnamese Johnny Scar loved his margin, loved the Cobden view. They knew their perfect home would be equidistant between the two. Big Rex had gone off sex, Jane never shared her thoughts. They both had affairs of the mind and body and were happier once they'd been one of your good ones oh thank it's you like, it's almost like a children's song in a way apart from the sex part <laughs> i tried to come up with a bit of a a, a folky ish tune like a tune that would stick in the memory yeah and uh yeah like a nursery rhyme yeah i think like tom thumb is the is a figure in a yeah. nursery rhyme as well right yeah, yeah, yeah i couldn't remember which one but i was like oh i like that name yeah it rhymes nice and that was my favorite one in there was 
Tom Thumb could play the drums, his wife could play the tune, and so yeah. they played the night away and stayed in bed till noon. That's nice. That's real sweet, They've right? Got a nice relationship. That's really sweet. That's like that's what it should be, man. That's what it should be. That's what it should be, man. <laughs> that's love. That's love. So, uh, how would you sum up your your current relationship, Chris? Cape Far. What? Cape Far. That's one of the characters in the song. What was that one? Kate Farr, she owned a car, her mark, he liked to sup. So when he passed out partying, she could go pick him up. Oh, nice. No, that's not, that's not really me, is it? <laughs> don't, don't drink anymore. Very cute. Very sweet song. Sweet little song. Thanks, man. Would have seen you making one of those two years ago. That's very true. <laughs> that's very true. If you want to see some growth in this uh, <laughs> podcast, there it is, right there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very nice. I'm all chipper now. We're sat in the, in the hey, grass, in the sunshine. We've got I, some hope, I hope the uh, bathers at home are yeah. happy too. This is a very cheerful episode. It's a cheerful episode. I feel like the sun, I feel like it's a sun-kissed episode. Yeah. I feel happy. I feel good. I feel a little, <laughs> bit, a little bit too manic. But, you know, like I'm going to have a crash in a bit. But let's not think about that now. <laughs> so let's keep it going. I've made an up is or a, or a perquer. Depending on your outlook yeah. on life. <laughs> Chris, uh, I've actually, I've got a song that will ask you the question that I'm about to ask you. So uh, here's the theme tune. Perqua, perqua, are you ready for perqua? Up is, up is, re-u-edit all the up is. Welcome to the Dispatches from the Communal Bathroom Half and Half Pub Quiz. All of our questions are about halves, halvings, and half of things. Oh, no. It's not maths. Uh, we have five rounds, Chris. We have sport, pictures, numbers, music, and general knowledge. Uh, okay, go on. So, are you ready for the pub quiz? S. Okay. That's yes. So, here well, comes ye. the first round. Okay. Sport. Sport. Sport is the first round. We've yep, got good. four questions. So, all four questions are the same thing. Play along at home. See if you can guess. Uh, all the question is the same question. How long is half a game of Right, this okay, sport? yeah, good. Yeah. So, for the first question, Chris, how long is half a game of test cricket? Uh, well, I guess an innings each. Correct. Yeah, okay. One innings each. Because maybe it lasts longer. It doesn't, maybe it lasts yeah, yeah, maybe there you go, it, see? it finishes early. Right. All right. <sighs> How long is half a game of the Olympic 2000 meter steeplechase? Olympic 2000 meters. Oh, 1000 meters. <laughs> Correct, Chris. <laughs> that was my trick. It's easier oh. than you think, question. All right. How long is half a game of ice hockey? Oh, that's outside of my knowledge. Don't know. Uh, 60 minutes. It is 30 minutes, Chris, or one and half a third. Because ice hockey is three 20 minute thirds. Oh, interesting. There you go. Interesting. I learned, I learned that today. That's a fact I now have in my head for a future pub quiz. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, and finally, Chris, how long is half of the Tour de France? I'll accept many oh. different types of units. Um, f- one peloton. 
<laughs> 14 Peloton. No, 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 no. I do, I do, I don't know this. No, I don't know this at all. It goes on for like 20 days, 10 days, I don't know. Oh, close, Chris. It's actually 10 and a half stages, or uh, I guess 12 and a half days, or um, 1,750 kilometers, or, which is about 1,100 miles. So, but, okay, yeah, but the yeah. Tour de France is specifically 21 stages, so 10 All and a right. half stages but is I the was, I was in the best answer. I was, yeah. Very close, very yeah. good, good. Okay, so um, you got two. two. I two. got half. Yeah. Oh, you got half. <laughs> This is the picture round. I have four pictures of eight famous people, uh, half of a person in each picture. And the, all these people are famous people from the very area that we're in. These are all famous people from Birmingham. Oh, wow. Okay. And I've made some pictures. Uh, bathers, you'll be able to find this in our show notes at communalbathroom.com. And yeah, let's have some famous Birmingham people. And Chris, you have to name who they are. So picture number one is uh, two ladies. Oh, it's two people? Yeah. And right, yeah, 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 okay. Right, I know one, but I've forgotten a name. <laughs> oh, no, I know both. I yeah. know both, I know both. There's Kat Dealey. Correct. And... Jamelia. Yeah, bingo. Yeah. Two for two there, Chris, two for two. All right, next one. This is two gentlemen. Oh, mate. John Oliver. And Nigel Mansell? Bingo! Yeah. Dead on, Chris. Yeah, Very good. On. That was John Oliver and uh, Nigel Mansell, Formula One driver. Apparently from Birmingham. Didn't know that. Next one. Two uh, handsome men in black and white. Gary Newman. And the, and the, and the other one, I have no idea. I kind of have to do some idea. See, he's a long-haired gentleman. He looks like he's in a band. Um, but I don't rec- his eyes aren't, aren't doing anything for me. Uh, Robert Plant. I'm afraid you're wrong. These are both gentlemen with the names Taylor, surnames Taylor. It is Roger Taylor from Queen. Holy shit. And John Taylor from Duran Duran. I, I, now I thought he was a Duran Duran guy. You were quite close with Gary Newman and Robert Plant though, sort of in, in the correct yeah. kind of eras. So. Oh, that's bad though. I've got both halves of that wrong. And the final one is uh, two uh, old rockers. Uh, I recognise one. One, one of course, is Ozzy Osbourne. Correct. The first person from Birmingham that I thought of. <laughs> <laughs> and I think this is the hardest one on the list. But there you go. Because I don't know it at all, I'm I'm going to do like honourable mention to my hero from Birmingham. Sean Morley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid it's not Sean Morley, Chris. It is Roy Wood from Wizard. Oh, of course. There you go. Mm. There you go, round two. So that was got, good. That was a lot um, of fun. Thank you very much. One, two, three, four, five. You got five, just over half. Just great, over great. Half okay. Uh, Doing good, all right. Good job, Chris. All right. Could have sworn that was Gary Newman. <laughs> You can be kicking yourself the whole way home. Yeah. Bloody hell. <laughs> Gary Newman. Nice visual round for the <laughs> podcast listeners. Yeah, all those would have been in the show notes uh, so you can play along. No, 
numbers round, Chris. Uh, very simple. Um, half these numbers. That's it. Oh. There's nothing more to it. So uh, I can't do that. You know I can't do that. All right. Are you ready? No. Half this number. 96. 47. 48. Correct. Oh, God. Half this number. 42. 24. No. <laughs> 21. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm really stressed. <laughs> this isn't the most, the best of rounds. <laughs> Half this number, 356. So 150 plus 25, 175, and then pl and then the three, 178. Perfect. I should do my, I should do out loud working out, shouldn't I? Go on. Half this number, eight. Four. Good. <laughs> there you go. Well oh, good. Chris. Okay, is that bit over now? <laughs> yeah, that, that gets me very, very stressed. <laughs> All right, this is the round that I'm most excited about. Okay, here we go, here we go. So uh, this is the music round next. So Chris, how do you half music? Like usually what music rounds are, you just name the artist and the song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so how do you half music? Well, you can't cut the song in half because that's just half the song. Yeah, you'd still uh, be able to recognize it. So what it. I've decided to do is do the frequencies. So um, we've got two songs that are just the top half of the frequencies, so the high pitch frequencies, oh, okay. and two songs that are the bottom half of the frequency. So you've cut it, so you've cut it along, along uh, yeah. horizontally, you've yeah. cut it in half that way. Yeah, which I thought was a fun thing to do. Here is the first one. I said I like it here, can I stay? I like to do like really weird uh, harmonies when I'm singing along to Morrissey. Um, that is Half a Person by the Smiths. Yeah, exactly, perfect. That was the softball to get you started. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So that was Half a Person by the Smiths. Here is song number two. Half the or a world away. Half the world away. By Oasis. Yeah, correct, Chris. Two for two. Two for two, halfway there. Good job. All right, now we're going in the low. We're going low. Okay. So this is the bottom half. See, of I felt like the high gave away most of it anyway. Yeah, I think it was yeah, a bit yeah. easier. So, um, yeah, here we go. Here's number three. That. I have not heard in about 15 years and it's Heaven is a Halfpipe yeah. by OPD, OMD or OP something like that? I think I'll give it you. It was Heaven, uh, Heaven is a Halfpipe by OPM. OPM! But like close enough Chris, come on. That was good. All Christ right. on a bike, I've not heard that in a long time. Now here's, here's the twist question number four. Listen very carefully to this one because this is a little, something a little bit different. What was that, Chris? Um, da, 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 da. It sounded like the Harry Potter theme. Half Blood Prince. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, Half Blood Prince. Exactly. Boom, 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 boom. 
<laughs> that was a uh, part of the soundtrack to oh, Harry Potter and the Half Blood Prince. That was a satisfying one to get right. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> nice. <laughs> All right. Good. Four for four there. Oh, brilliant. Bang on. I'm very impressed. So the final round of this uh, pub quiz of the up is up is. Uh, is general knowledge. Oh. So I, this was uh, a bit of an experiment. I don't know whether these questions will be very easy or very hard. Oh, uh, okay. but we're gonna f- so I'll have eight questions. Four of them, I'm going to give you the first half of the question and the first half of the answer. And then four of them, I'm going to give you the second half of the question and the second half of the answer. Okay. And I'd like you to just finish off. Finish it all finish off. Finish it all off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So it's just general knowledge. I just took this from a pub quiz website, so who knows if you know them or not. Are you ready, Chris? I'm ready. The United States have won the most gold medals for swimming. Ost. Wait, say that again? The United States have won the most gold medals for swimming. Ost. Who has won the second most? Australia. Perfect. Right, okay. Perfect. I'm, I'm on board now. I get it. Yeah, I get yeah, it. Yeah. I get it. I get it. Okay. Roald Amundsen, the leader of the first expedition, Nor. Uh, Nord Amundsen of the first expedition to the North Pole was from Norway. Close. South Pole. Ah. And he was not. He was Norwegian. Norwegian. There you go. Okay. But pretty good. Okay. Pretty good, but wrong. Because <laughs> it could be more yeah, wrong. No, no, that's very true. Uh, the Maipo Valley is one of which South American. I'm going to have to have that again, Sam. <laughs> the Maipo Valley is one of which South American. The Maipo Valley. <laughs> this is probably the hardest one. Is one of. I assume the answer is Chile. Correct. The answer is Chile. <laughs> but I don't know what it, most South America. I don't. I don't get what that could be. Uh, the Maipo Valley is one of which South American country's most important wine-producing regions? Oh, what the fuck? How am I supposed to get that? <laughs> Question number four: In Norse mythology, who guided the soul? Valk. Uh, I guess it's Valkyrie. Yeah. Uh, but the soul of the gods? I don't know. I don't know. In Norse mythology, who guided the souls of heroes slain in the battles to Valhalla? The Valkyries. Oh, yeah, that is pretty That's pretty goddamn Norse. Okay, now we're into the second half, which um, I'm concerned is going to be far too easy. But <laughs> too okay. easy. Oh, that's yeah. good. That's good, yeah. Okay, this one goes, would you find a moraine foot of a glacier? What? Would you find a moraine foot of a glacier? Where? Would. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just where? Yeah. Would. And what's the f- other part of the answer? A, gla- a glacier? <laughs> What the fuck? Okay, this one just doesn't work. I think you need to go, uh, 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 uh. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to, I don't know how to fill this it This one in. just says geography at the start to sort of set up the category. Okay. Where could you find a moraine? And it's at the sides or the foot of a glacier. So. It sounded like a full answer to me. Uh, fine, you can have that one. <laughs> um, <laughs> spent how long in office? 
A, four days. B, four weeks. C, four months. Months. So four months is the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, spent four months in office. I'm assuming on the basis of it being like a general knowledge website, it's going to be either a US president or a British prime minister. What, the, what was the beginning? What was the <laughs> Really I, about this I really part. hate this. <laughs> You're so excited to start with. Yeah, but it's like, uh, go on. Spent how long in office? Four days, four weeks, four months. So four months is the answer. In office doesn't sound right for a prime minister, though. I changed. I'm not saying that now, but I've changed my answer. George Canning is the shortest-serving British prime minister. Oh fuck! I'm never gonna get that, was I? <laughs> <laughs> okay. And eventually married an English tobacco planter and moved to England with him. Hauntus. <laughs> Pocahontas. Yeah. <laughs> who who was the Native American girl who was captured by English settlers yeah, and yeah, 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 good. You got that one. Okay. Okay, for last one, last one. Alright. For finding the Jules Remey trophy after it was stolen. Collie. Uh, border Collie. Uh-huh. Because it was a dog. Yeah. Who... I assume he was given some kind of reward. Is that part of the question? Not really. Um, Think about the answer. Border Collie. Yeah. What kind of animal? <laughs> Who found? <laughs> what was the... What was, <laughs> what was the species? <laughs> what kind of dog found... <laughs> The Jules Rimmer trophy. Was it Jules Rimmer Jules trophy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. There you go. Close enough. Border Collie. Border Collie. Border Collie. <laughs> there you go, Chris. I'm bored of this. <laughs> 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 so, uh, bathers out there, you know, send us a tweet or whatever uh, at Communal Bath. Say how you did on the Half and Half pub quiz. So, from a field next to a mental health clinic <laughs> uh, in the south of Birmingham. Um, it's goodbye. We're gonna go now, right? We've done everything we needed to do. We, yeah. We came, we saw, we sat in a field next to an office. Um, and we listened to some weird things that we made. Yeah. That was cool. I've been enjoying this. Yeah, it's a good episode. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right. Did you make any more things? No. That's the only <laughs> I way we made more things. <laughs> Communalbathroom.com, go and check that oh, right, out. Yeah. We've got uh, five <coughs> old episodes on there from this season. We've got a bunch of dispatches that we're releasing separately, hopefully with some unique artwork from uh, some of our friends. Um, and they'll all be available. So we've got like some super mega hits like uh, my Gaza song that I did. We're putting them all up separately on the website. There's, uh, if you really look around, you can go through all our photos and stuff and like really creep around on our website. We're putting more and more stuff on there. There's all the show notes as well. That's good. I would say if you enjoyed um, this episode and the four or eight hour long preamble, <laughs> check out the 12 hour bath that we did last year. Oh boy. Yeah, you can uh, email us at communalbathroom at gmail.com. Find us on Twitter at communalbath. You can mm-hmm, find us on mm-hmm. Instagram at communalbath. We're posting stuff there all the time. Oh, we had a we had a great time last week, Chris, on Instagram. Oh, we had oh, the we best did. time. Didn't we just? Didn't Making we? all those facts about spices up. I yeah. mean, t- make, t- broadcasting those <laughs> completely true spice facts. 
and making fun pictures oh to go with Oh my god, I can't tell you, I had upwards of two, that is to say just two, um, messages from people going, was that true? <laughs> Some of it was true. Some of it was true, but like people were like, oh, did you see this? That's crazy, yeah? <laughs> like somebody passed it on to someone else. They went, oh yeah, I told my, I told my boyfriend about this. I was like, it's not true. It was just not true. <laughs> we just made it up. Just made that up, sorry. Um, I think I think the, the like overly double downing, triple downing, and just going, this is a hundred percent. This is solid gold fact. If you don't think this is a fact, that's your problem. <laughs> so, and, then, and then just quietly, when people came to us, just going, oh no, it's just not true. Yeah, we just made, no, we it just up. made that up. <laughs> Did you like it? It was funny though, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, uh, so we're doing stuff like that on Instagram. It's just a fun place. Oh to yeah, we've been getting into our like grams, aren't we? So like, find us on there. Hey, find us on iTunes because like that's the big thing for podcasts. If you rate and review us on iTunes, we'll we'll get like not well, a, not a big audience, but like maybe cultish because <laughs> we're not even a cultish yet. No, not quite. Sort of like friends and neighbours, not yeah. even neighbours. <laughs> yeah. All right, I think that's it. That's it, everybody. So from us in Rubroy. 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 Um, it's been Rubroy and Rubroy. <laughs> uh, we will see you next time. We do know the theme for next time. Shall we tease it or keep it a secret? It's going to be very exciting. We've got big plans. I need to know what it is. What is it? Well, we're going to the seaside. We're having a big uh, seaside wash. Yeah. We're going the in the biggest bath The biggest all. communal bath. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll be damned if we've not already done that joke at some point. <laughs> <laughs> so, guys, we'll see you next time. And don't forget to wash behind your ears. Bye, Bye baby. baby.